the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy for Tuesday, April 24th. This hour, the millennials, marriage, kids, and the success sequence among young adults. Our guest is Wendy Wang, Director of Research at the Institute for Family Studies. And also this hour, Ask Ligonier, a place for answers. Our guest today is Chris Larson, President of Ligonier Ministries. Well, you're here, so you might as well stay. Here's John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Yeah, you are here, so thanks for stopping by. We greatly appreciate your time with us today. Kath, good to see you. Thanks, John. How are things? Well, it's a little colder, perhaps, than it's been the last two days, but it's okay. I still feel good about the trajectory of spring. Yes, because mm-hmm. it is April 24th, after all. I was thinking about uh, going to one of the uh, Pirates-Tigers matchups that are coming up this week. This weekend? Yeah. But, you know, then I realized that it's still too cold for me to go to a ball game. I agree. I'm just not I – can't, I can't do it yet. You want to go out there when it's sunny and bright and 72. I, I, exactly. I want to, and I want it to be 72 at like 630 mm, at night. You might have to wait till June. Yeah. Probably mid to late June for that. Yeah. Anyway. When's the last time you ordered something uh, from Amazon? Two days ago. Hey, very nice. Don't you love that feeling? When you, mm-hmm. when you, order, you know what I like to do? What? Check my order status. <sighs> Don't you love that? You don't want to rush things, but no, you just want to no. kind of keep a cap on it? Where is it right now? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I bought a book the other day. It was in Harrisburg for a while. Was oh, it? Making its way. Yeah, and I felt good about it. Okay, what about when you order something? What about when an Amazon package comes to your door mm-hmm. and you can't remember what's in it? Has that happened to you? Yeah, there's been a time mm-hmm. or two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that happened to our boss yesterday. Someone really? here and someone, a member of management, yeah, got a uh, got something in the off my Amazon and said, you know, what's in there? I have no idea what this is. It's kind of exciting. I think so. Yeah, it's like I got a gift for me. I mean, I know I'm going to like it. <laughs> I got it for me. Yeah, unless it's like a bag of you know bolts and nuts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but at least you're going to think that you need it. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. What's the best last thing you ordered from Amazon? The best a wide tooth comb. Thanks for asking. <laughs> a wide tooth comb. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yeah. Hot pink. Uh, hot pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like the color. How many colors were there to choose from? There were five. Of course there were. Just pink. Because <laughs> it's Amazon. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ordered that book. It came. When I opened up the package, I actually cut it. You cut the book? Just a little tiny <gasps> bit. And it was a vintage book, too. Like, you know. It was only cost me five bucks, but I was like, oh, John, you've been a little more careful. The back cover. Oh, I just taped it. It's fine. Now, let me ask you, what are you doing ordering a book? I mean, look, I mean, it's, it's not like you don't get five books a day in the this mail. This is an old book. It was not in print. Okay. That I wanted. That you just cut. Just a little tiny bit. It's fine. And here's the thing. I've been so busy. I've been carrying it around the, my bag for the last couple of days. Haven't had a chance to look at it. Yeah, I have had that don't problem that? too. Yes. And then I think, wait a second, Johnny. Bring it back. Come on, you wanted this. Right. And I'm excited because I'm talking about it, obviously. Right. But it'll come back. Yeah. Okay, so 
Amazon. Like, when's the last time you ordered something from Amazon? Do you and do you have your things delivered here to the station? Both. Oh, okay. I'm at home, and it all depends, you know, what it's for. Yeah, or how excited I am to get it because <laughs> I want to get. I want to get it right away. And you have a place where they'll leave it at home if you're not there? No. Outside oh. the wet uh, mailbox. Okay. Which has happened on one occasion or more. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? Uh, no, I have a good place for people to leave, to leave. I was thinking about buying a larger box. You know what I mean? Like a, an addendum to your mailbox. For just for the Amazon people to mm, put their stuff in? Yes. All right. Because you know, things get wet. <laughs> Look, if you're... If you need to do that, I support it. I'm just thinking about it. I support it. All right. Well, listen to this. So there's been a spate of uh, robberies, right? People, you know, peruse your neighborhood, and it's been known that people take boxes off, right? Right. Like someone could take my wide tooth comb. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Wouldn't they be disappointed? (laughs) What? What did we get from that house? Oh, if it had been blue, I'd have liked it. But it was. (laughs) 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 Yeah. All of a sudden, you see it up on Craigslist. Hey, that's my comb. That's my comb. It's on Craigslist. So it, to, to break down on those uh, those thefts, Amazon is now offering a new service where they deliver the package, whether at your office or your home, to the trunk of your car. How about that? They put it next to your car? No, no, no. They put it inside your trunk. Well, how are they getting into my car? If you have special, if you have like OnStar in your car. Okay, what is, okay. Know, yeah, you know OnStar. OnStar. Yeah, I know. If I no, have an I, accident, I land it upside down. Right. I'm somewhere in yeah, the but I'm gonna Mojave do that. Desert. Yeah, I don't need OnStar because I have you and Mike. Yeah, well, if you have you OnStar. Guys, you guys, I landed upside down. Sorry. Okay, we'll call someone. We'll call OnStar. Um, if you have a, a 2015 or older car that has OnStar, which includes a lot of General Motors products and whatnot, and some Volvo products, they can now go to your trunk, unlock your trunk, put the box inside the trunk, and then close it up and drive away. And when you come out, there's your package. Package. Your package. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like that. I don't think I want Amazon. I, like I don't think I want the Amazon delivery person Wait in a my car. They were talking last year about putting it inside your house. Well, I don't remember th- that. I don't like that. Coming to my house. I don't no. think I want the trunk of my car. I would do that. House. Yeah. Really? Would you would? Is that because you have the Taurus wagon? You don't yeah. care anymore. <laughs> You're welcome. Come on in. What am I going to do? And you know what? I'm going to put some books back there. Take a book or two. <laughs> Help yourself. Yeah. Mike, do you want the Amazon person delivering stuff to your car? I do. Absolutely not. Thank What's you. the problem with that? Because you can, weird. you can push down the, your back seats and you're inside the car. Who right? cares? What's in your car? I care. What's it's inside your car? My hockey equipment. Like, like that guy cares <laughs> about your hockey equipment. Your hockey oh, hey, equipment. wait a second. Yeah, no, you have no Here's idea. Here's a sweaty how shirt of, of new mics. Yeah but, yeah, but listen. It, it, so this is pre-game or post-game? Because if it's post game, no one wants no, your yeah, hockey no, equipment. Right. What is it? It's like it shin stink. guards, a um, face mask, a hockey stick a, a hockey that's stick. worth like 120 bucks. That, yeah, yeah, that's helmet that's worth like 80 dollars. All right, okay, I, I get it. It's better you than don't... a fine tooth comb. No, a wide wide tooth, tooth comb, comb, pink, which oh. is different. What's going on behind me. us there? Oh, hey. hey, we got a new printer. Yeah, I got oh, a new yeah. printer here in the studio, but it's it's like all of a sudden. It's like printing stuff, and I didn't mm-hmm. tell it to. Yeah, it's kind of like how. I believe that was in your backseat. Let me back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next on the show, the success sequence. Uh, you get an education, then you get a job, yeah. then you get married, then you have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds good. Our next, plan. Get, our next guest, Wendy Wang, says that we're shorting people who live in poverty, that we're not teaching them the success sequence. And, of course, the other question is, are we being snooty deciding what the success sequence is? Snooty? There's nothing snooty about it. 
And how about I think you? You might be snooty. Have you had your own success sequence? 101.5 WORD. Your station for leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Without the resurrection, Christianity might as well be just another religion. It will be just another philosophy. Because the denial of the resurrection of Jesus Christ made Christianity to cease to be a unique faith in the one and only true God. Make plans to join Dr. Michael Youssef this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. Individual results may vary. My daughter was really sensitive. She took everything personally. She had a lot of trouble in school. He had some impulsivity issues that I was concerned about. He had trouble making friends, having a lot of meltdowns, a lot of tantrums. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. What Brain Balance did was give us a very distinct game plan. This is what he has. We're going to get from point A to point B, and this is how we're going to do it. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. His focus in class and how he retains the information that the teacher is talking about is just remarkable. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. There is our life before Brain Balance, and there's our life after Brain Balance, and the two don't even resemble each other. It's a totally different life. Why just mask your child's learning and behavioral issues when you can get to the root of the problem? Call Brain Balance today and make a real difference in the life of your child. Call 724-390-9012. That's 724-390-9012. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts, it's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at AntiochianVillage.org. The nation's largest Christian music festival, Creation Northeast, celebrating its 40th anniversary, returns to Agape Farm in Mount Union, Pennsylvania, June 27th through the 30th, featuring Toby Bath, For King and Country, Jeremy Camp, Bethel Music, Mandisa, Hillsong Young and Free, Jordan Feliz, a special reunion of classic Petra and more, plus speakers Tony Nolan, Reed Saunders, Keith Adams, Abdul Murray, Vince Vitale, and more. Join thousands of believers at Creation Northeast. It will be the highlight of your summer maybe your life more info at creationfest.com i just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to geico i feel like a whole new person disclaimer you will not become a whole new person this is impossible you might be able to join a gym or diet program buy a new wardrobe get hair implants but your dna and physical form will remain the same geico waives any and all liability if you attempt to become a new person except a cyborg if you choose to become a half-human half-cybernetic organism with lasers for eyes the geico legal team would be cool with that because quote laser eyes are pretty sweet pew 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 end quote geico 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more So the success sequence goes like this, as I understand it. Mm -hmm. You get an education, then you get a job, then you get married, then you have kids. And any reordering of that sequence makes you more likely to end up in a situation that is less economically beneficial than if you followed the sequence. Get a good education. Get a job. Get a job. Get married. married then, then have, have kids. kids. 
four steps to success. Right. All right. It sounds good to me. It makes sense to me. The millennial success sequence, marriage, kids, and the success sequence among young adults, millennials. Wendy Wang is with us. Wendy is the director of research at the Institute for Family Studies, and she is co-author of the success sequence. With W. Bradford Wilcox. Yes, thank you. Wendy, uh, thanks for being along today. How are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm doing great. Okay, Wendy, so talk about, um, did I express the success sequence correctly? Yes. Um, the only part I will say is getting a good education in the steps is actually getting at least a high school education. So it's okay. not like you have to get a postgraduate doctorate. Right, you don't have to have a PhD, you know, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to get a PhD as long as you have at least a high school degree. Right. And, you know, that works. So when it, talk about the success sequence from your life. You um, are, were born in China. And this is something mm-hmm. that you talk about in an article that you wrote in the Wall Street Journal that was essentially embedded into Chinese culture. And you're talking about this and saying, well, clearly not so much in the culture of which you are now part of. Can you tell us that story? Exactly. Um, so when I worked with Brad last year about the success sequence, and, you know, to me, it was just no brainer because I was, I was growing up in a culture that, you know, everyone emphasizing on this. Um, but as I get to know more about the topic here, and I realize this is, we, we hear silence here, even though there's such a sound advice, and but somehow people don't talk about it. That, from you know, kind of made me curious, and then that's why I wrote the article, because I feel like this shouldn't be a message considered as left-wing or left as right-wing. You know, it's conservative. It's really a device that applies to everyone. It sounds like, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like good common sense, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially to the low-income young young adults and who really need this message. And but somehow we're we're not, you know, promoting it and we don't talk about it. I feel like lacking this uh, is really hurting them. So that's why, you know, I feel like I need to write about it. Right. Now, Wendy, other social scientists have, you know, written things similar in this vein to kind of assess uh, sociologically what's happening in America. So whether you're talking about uh, Charles Murray or you're talking about R.R. Reno, um, they've both addressed issues where um, where interrupting that success sequence is more likely to hurt people who are in the lower income brackets than in the higher income brackets. So that even if someone who's in the high income bracket, who's maybe whose parents went to Yale, and so now this person mm-hmm. is at Yale, um, mm-hmm. they might interrupt the success sequence or, or almost interrupt the success sequence by like having sex before marriage. But they're less likely, they're more likely to marry and then have mm-hmm. kids than if they were to have premarital sex, if they were in a lower income bracket, because then perhaps they would have a child out of wedlock um, mm-hmm. before they, so they'd have a child and then they would marry. And so the impact of those decisions uh, rests on the poor harder than it rests on those mm-hmm. who have more more security blankets. Yes, absolutely right, absolutely right. Um, because we know that there's thing called human capital and social capital. You know, the young adults growing up um, in the middle class or upper middle class, the the parents uh, and also the peers and the teachers have uh, is there, is a stronger support group 
for for people who make mistakes, and then there you know there are people there to help. But um, for the young adults from the low, lower income or poor poor working class families, then the support system is much weaker. So it's almost like you can't afford to make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say that one, if you make mistakes or miss one step and you're doomed. Uh, no, we're not saying that. And of, of course, uh, you know, the, this is not a, the sequence is not a, not a silver bullet. And if you have it, then you're going to be 100% successful. Sure, we're just sure. saying, you know, based on our research and we find this pattern that, you know, young people following these steps are much more likely to be uh, in the middle class and much less likely to be poor. Um, actually, only uh, 3% of young adults who follow all these steps are ending up poor. Just 3%, um, Wendy? Yes, only 3%. So basically 97% of young adults who follow these uh, steps are not poor, out of poverty. So that's a very powerful number. That surely is. Wendy, let's take a little sidebar. Talk to us uh, as you came in and we introduced you that you are the uh, director of research at the Institute for Family Studies. Now, you know, I don't, you know, as you talked about, this is not a political issue. It's purely a, a social survey that shows successful results in people who go along and do these very basic things. But talk uh-huh. to us for a second about um, the Institute for Family Studies. Institute for Family Studies. What is that exactly? Sure. Um, so the Institute for Family Studies is a nonprofit organization. We do research um, related to marriage and family, and we're dedicated to strengthening family and marriage life in America, and also advancing the well-being of children. Because we believe, uh, you know, strong families form a foundation of our society, yes. and not only helping children, but also helping. Everyone, you know, parents and couples and, you know, everyone uh, in society. I see. So... So as you and uh, your co-author, W. Bradford Wilcox, published this uh, this survey, that you talked a little bit about this earlier. There was some kickback from some of a more liberal side of people who said, well, this is not exactly right and proper what you're saying. Can you, can you go into that a little bit uh, further about what, what, what the negative criticism was? So um, the criticism are really about... Um, that the work itself will explain uh, everything. And basically, it's not about the sequence. It's about working full-time. Um, it's not about whether you have children or the wedlock or not. It's about as long as you have a full-time job. That will, uh, you know, help you to be out of poverty, which is the sound one. Um, but what we're saying is work is important. Um, of course, if you have full-time job, you're more like, much more likely to um, have better income and be out of poverty. But um, if you also have a um, high school degree, and you're more likely to get a job. And if you mm-hmm. um, have um, followed the sequence, and your chance of being out of poverty is much higher. In fact, um, we've done this regression analysis and basically control for everyone and, you know, all the characteristics, characteristics of young adults, including working full-time. Mm-hmm. So among the young adults who work full-time, if they miss 
the steps and if they, you know, have children before they have uh, get married, they're also less likely to uh, be in the middle class and more likely to be poor. So this uh, effect, is, this correlation is significant even among the people who have full-time jobs. And right. Yeah, that, that's where... Right, where plus, plus any, anyone who's had children knows that, that having a full-time job with children or with a child and uh-huh. having a full-time job uh-huh. without before you have children is a completely totally different, different life experience. Yes, good. I mean, it's c- completely yeah. and totally different experience. Okay, so th- I think the question I would have, Wendy, is... Um, so I think it's a great message to give to people um, because I think that it's it's fact and research based. Um, uh-huh. At the same time, um, I think for uh, I think for for a full expression of 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 growth and wisdom um, in growing up, I think it also has to be paired with what you said at the start of our conversation, which is if you mess up the sequence, your life isn't over. Because I think that's the problem we have, especially because I have millennial kids and the mm-hmm. demands on them academically and work-wise. I mean, I've said this before on the air, but when my daughter was in seventh grade, the very first day of seventh grade, they had this, they had a, an assembly. What do you want to do as a job? And then after they decided what they wanted to do as a job in seventh grade, then they were going to meet with their teacher and figure out what all their, you know, academic load should look like between seventh and twelfth grade. So I get the idea of being organized. Well, at the same time, it's preposterous to me to ask a seventh grader what they want to do for the rest of their life. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do for the rest of my life when I was 25. I certainly (laughs) didn't know what it was, what it was like when I was 13. So I think there's, uh, there's a different pressure now to have your act together, to know what you're doing, to be a success, blah, blah, blah. And I think we can raise frenetic people if we think that they have to follow a certain path. I'm not saying that I disagree with your path. I'm just saying, what Mm -hmm. do we do when people mess up? Yes. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, so that's um, good. So what do you do when people mess up, right? If, 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 so they're going to have a baby before they graduate. or I mean, I mean this happens all right, the time well, in American and, society. And because here's the thing. If they want to keep the success sequence, then if they find out they're pregnant and they're unmarried, the the uh, you know the, the best economic choice would be to abort the baby because then you would keep your success sequence going. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Whereas I would mm-hmm. think that that is not your best – um, ethical choice and not your best choice to support healthy emotional growth for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. So yeah. how, do you, how do you deal with a situation like that? Yeah. So um, from what I see, this message is for young people who haven't gone through those different stages and say a teenager is 13 years old and we want to teach them this is the best way to go. Um, of course, there are, you know, there are multiple ways to go. <laughs> I mean, sure. Some ways are easier, some are more difficult and have more challenges. So we want to teach them when they're young. But when they're older and 18 years old in college, I think you probably better off and leave them to, uh, you know, make their own decisions because we trust that they're, they're making the right decisions. Um, when it comes to, you know, make you know missteps or making a mistake and i think that's just only human um you know i you know i i don't want to say okay abortion is the way to go and i think based on the research and people who having a child um, before marriage also meaning that you could 
marry after you have cho- have child, not necessarily being a single mom for the sure, rest sure. of that's good. All single parents for the rest of your life, and even that case, we we have two groups of young adults: one um, who marry after you have the child, one they you know they still haven't been married as of you know in the early thirties, and so they're single single parents. Um, these two groups, and we compare these two groups, and who are both um, you know did not follow the staff and they, they have children um, before they get married uh, but you know for the group who got married later they're um, better off mm-hmm. um, financially than the other group mm-hmm. so um, you know I don't want to say oh this is something you have to follow otherwise <laughs> your life is doomed no um, I think there are different ways to um, to get around it um, but when the children are young are younger and before they go into the societies and make independent decisions, I feel like we have an obligation to teach them as parents and you yes. know, teach them what is the best um, route to go. The mm-hmm. best route to go, which right. is to get a good education, then you get a job, then you get married, then you have babies. Now, when let's go back. Mm-hmm. So when... This was not something that was like part of a public relations campaign that you heard, you know, on the radio or saw on the tube in China. This was something that was part of your family life and part of the culture, yes? Yes, yes. I mean, as I said, my mom has always told me when I was growing up, and say, don't date anyone, you know, don't. I mean, even when I was in college, <laughs> it was really interesting. Um, I feel like this whole notion of, um, you know, you have, you, you just can't have children without marriage. Yes. That's so strong yes. uh, in the culture where I, I grew up. Um, so um, I see the big culture difference here. Um, but I have to say that in, in America, um, a lot of uh, middle class and upper middle class families, especially parents um, who have high, higher education, maybe teach their children basically similar values. And that's why we see that, you know, the children from more advantaged families are much more likely to follow this sequence than Mm -hmm. children from uh, lower-income families. Yes. So in doing your studies, you you talk about this in the Wall Street Journal article, that you talk to people that said, you know, my parents never talked to me about this. I never knew this. Mm -hmm. So you're the Institute for Family Studies. In some ways, you're suggesting, hey, we should do an awareness campaign. I mean, just as though people have been talking about reducing the rates of teen pregnancy for the past uh, decade or two across uh, United States media, there should also be a campaign to talk about this this formula for success, whether it's, you know, MTV or social media or, you know, Instagram or whatnot. So it just gets out there and gets the awareness imprinted in people's young people's lives. Yes. Um, just like the teen pregnancy, it's a good news. It has actually been declining over mm-hmm. you know, in the past decade. Um, so part of the reason is the public campaign, like MTV programs, so we feel like this is a similar message and that we want to spread out to the young adults and young people in high school or, you know, middle school. And so at a time when they're, you know, before they make major life decisions, when we can teach them, you know, as I said, what are the better, the easier way to go? Um, so we really think this message needs to go out um, instead of, uh, you know, the, the whole notion is, I had mentioned this hoarding, the success sequence message. I feel like 
a lot of us don't want to talk about it because we're afraid that uh, we're, quote-unquote, blame the victim, but right. we're not. And it's really sharing the important message to help young people to success, to succeed. So that's, you know, that's why we feel like we need uh, a bigger campaign to spread the message. Very good. I appreciate that, Wendy. Yeah, I do too, Wendy. It's a powerful, simple message it's that really, should be broadcast. Right, right. It should be heard again or and it, again and again. At least, and even if you're not going to buy into it, why not hear it? But how could you not buy into it? Well, for an, any number of reasons. Your your personal morality, your personal ethic, your any of those things could get in the way of your success sequence. And, and and oftentimes, as, as I talked brought out with Wendy, oftentimes if you are a poor person who's trying to make the right decision, you might actually choose to go outside your success sequence to do the right thing. Such as if you find yourself unexpectedly pregnant, you know that not having a baby that not having a baby outside of marriage is going to is going is important to your success sequence. You might decide to still have that baby because you think it's the right thing even though it's going to mess up your success mm-hmm. sequence. So people might might choose not to do that specifically because they're trying to make a an ethically right decision. Okay, that's good. All right. So these four steps to success, obviously, um, they make just good common sense. Yeah, and they if, do make good common sense. If you follow sense, along yeah. with these, I mean, she, she's not saying this is the silver bullet no. that will provide, you know. You and were, she said 10 different mm-hmm. times, this doesn't mean if you mess up the sequence, your life is over. Right. I'm curious, though, uh, about about listeners and their success sequence, because there is variation on the success sequence. H- how has that worked in your own life? And if you've not followed along with those four easy, four steps, not easy steps, those four steps, how has it worked out for you? Have you found a way to be successful? Outside this, of that sequence. Yeah. Or if you have followed along. I'd love to hear your stories about this. Want to open up the phones? Sure. Okay. Uh, 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. The success sequence is get a good education or just at the very minimum, get a high school education, then get a job, then get married, then have children. Our guest, Wendy, uh, Wendy Wang, said that we're doing it wrong here in the United States. and they have the, We need to tell people that. Yeah. And that they have the, the, the data to prove that. Right. We need to tell kids who are growing up, if you want to maximize your success, this is the order that you do things in. Yeah. So why don't you give us a call? Tell us your story. 800-320-8255. Your own success story or not. Traffic. It is what it is. Missed concerts, football games, lots of cold dinners, and cold shoulders from Cindy. How much longer do I have to do this? Kids miss me. Cindy misses me. Our marriage is missing me. With a financial strategy from Kurt Knodek. There he was on the radio again. Kurt Knodek. Yeah, retire sooner. So I called Kurt. We just talked about life family it felt right then come to find out kurt's personalized retirement planning showed me retirement wasn't as far off as i thought now the only thing i'm missing is the traffic do you need a financial strategy for retirement let's talk accurate solutions group 412-515-3355 that's 412-515-3355 
Investment advisory services offered through Accurate Solutions Group, Inc. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals, seeking a skilled labor position, or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Visit ExpressPros.com slash Pittsburgh West. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us at ExtremeTruck.net. This is Robin Trzynski of the Original Mattress Factory. Interested in that half-off mattress sale? Don't be. Most retailers are just promoting half-off a completely made-up price loaded with huge markups. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have never had a sale. Our hand-built quality and value are there every day, and our prices don't change. So take your time and purchase only when you're ready. Don't buy into the half-off sale hype. It simply isn't real. The Original Mattress Factory... Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. Around the world, there are young people who face a difficult decision, continue their dream of education, or drop out to help support their families. In a single moment, you can help them write a new story. See potential, not poverty, at unbound.org. On and off rain and drizzle expected tonight as an area of low pressure moves through the region, although of 48 degrees. The bulk of the moisture will pass to our northeast tomorrow, but there could still be a passing shower around as skies remain cloudy with a high of 59. We'll turn partly cloudy tomorrow night and fall all the way to a low of 39. With occasional breaks of sunshine on Thursday, we'll rebound to an afternoon high of 60 degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. We were talking with our last guest about the success sequence of getting a, at least a high school education and then getting a job, getting married, and then having children. Right. Um, they're saying, you know, in other cultures, clearly in you know, other places around the world, China, India, this is embedded into the culture. In America, mm-hmm. we've fallen far, far away from that success sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that one size fits all. So we're wondering about your very own success sequence, how it has or has not worked in your own life. 800-320-8255. If you want to join the conversation, let's go to the phones and speak with Sonia. Hi, Sonia. You're live on the air with Kath and myself. What's your story? Hi. How are you doing? Hi. Um, well, I was just calling to, I guess, give some, some words of encouragement and, and possibly help people that might be in that situation. But um, I actually had a baby when I was 19 um, under some pretty bad circumstances. The the father was abusive, um, came from a very broken home, so didn't have a lot of support or help. Um, but I was able to, and of course, I will give, give God the glory for this, uh, successfully able to go and complete school, become a nurse. Um, I attended school, actually played soccer in college uh, while I had the baby, wow. worked a couple different jobs, nice. and was was able to get him away from even the abusive father that fought me for years. Um, and he now has graduated from college with a biomedical engineering degree. <laughs> and uh, so he has a success story. And, and not only that, but I was able to provide for him, even though I didn't do things, you know, traditionally and 
I feel like that was God's plan because maybe had I tried to to find my way doing the normal steps of success, I may have faltered or chosen a different pathway. So, yeah. right. um, good job, Sonia. I, I do think there's there's a lot of resources. There's a lot of people out there willing to help and that are available, and you just have to be willing to fight for it. Thank you. That's an that, first story. of all, that's an excellent story. But second of all, Sonia, I want to ask you how. So, how do you feel when you hear that success sequence? Well, I, I guess. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about how about the local? You know, how, I'm sorry. No, you go. Sorry. Oh, so no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What well, about does it? One? I guess my question is: Does it make you mad, or does it no, like good. hurt your feelings, or does it just make you feel like? Do you buy into it? Well, I guess it made me frustrated when I first heard it, only because um, you know I felt like that's not necessarily the the way to go and that doesn't always work for everybody kind of like you said that doesn't always make the perfect fit for everyone Um, I do see that a lot of people have struggled a lot less than me and and maybe are in a better financial situation than I am now even though I'm in a decent one but at my age you know being that they waited or things like that but at the same time it's been beneficial because I had my children young enough to where I'm still able to to work and have some life of my own after that as well so there's I think there's been pros and cons to it for sure. I missed out on a lot of things, but at the same time, the people now are missing out on things that I'm able to do. Interesting. So, Sonia, what about the the local church, your church's involvement in your success story? I mean, as you move forward, were there people around you as part of the church who, you know, that, that was family in some way? Yes or no? Well, definitely. Um, I had a great group of friends around me, and a lot of them were in successful relationships and, and having babies at a younger age as well. Um, but yeah, it was definitely one of my girlfriends that led me to the church, and um, that's certainly what helped uh, in my life. And, and just knowing that that, looking back now, I didn't have the relationship, you know, with Jesus then that I do now. But looking back, I can see how all of these steps were ordained and, and set out perfectly. Mm. Very nice. That's, that's a great, a great phone story. Call. Thanks, Thanks Sonia. Thanks a lot, Sonia. Uh, 800-320-8255. We're talking about the success sequence, whether you followed along or not, and what that story, how it worked in your life. Hey, Ter, uh, you're with us on the air uh, here in Word FM. Tell us your story, okay? Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, so, yeah, I just uh, have a similar experience Um having a baby young. Um, I was a freshman in college when I uh, discovered I was pregnant. So my boyfriend and I decided to get married. So we um, we got married and we ended up having the baby a couple months later. And um, I ended up finishing college. We had a couple of other kids since then. We've been married for 21 years. <laughs> and now that baby is 21 years old and he is currently serving in the army. He's deployed overseas. So, you know, it's it's really worked out wonderful for us, and um, it was a happy ending. Yeah. That's a great story. And how do you feel about the success sequence we've been talking about? Um, I think I had mixed feelings about it. I definitely want for my children, for for them to be married first and then have children. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to finish college and have a job before you get married, um, but I definitely want for them to to be married first before they have their children. Mm-hmm. That's good. Appreciate the phone Thanks, call, Thanks, Terry. Yeah, so um, I, I think there's something about this, right, that there is a common sense, not ease about uh, you this, know but what? a formula. I think there, yeah, but I think that we need to see that there is a law and there is grace. 
No doubt. And this is an instance where you, you have to have both. It doesn't make the law less right or less true or less accurate because we're just talking about research findings. I mean, you know, yeah. Wendy Wang is just basically relating the, the stuff that she's heard, the stuff that she's discovered um, in her research, which is a, you know, 30 page document that we're, you know, we, we've made into a, a segment that, you know, is much more detailed than, uh, than we're able to cover. But it quantifies success. It, it does. shows it the quantif- percentage of people right, who does but, this. But it's data is what I'm saying. Yes. And, and stories behind the right. data. And, and, and and that is uh, – I'm not saying – I'm not disputing the, the veracity of that, but I am, am saying that there is another way to look at people because people are not just data. Right. Everyone's got their story. Everyone's mm-hmm. got a life. Hey, speaking of stories and the story of God's place in yours, stick around with us. We're going to talk about Ask Ligonier, a place for answers. Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds, with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you need to make your retreat a success. With 100 hotel-style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus, 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org. Individual results may vary. He wasn't developing relationships with other children. He's mainly played by himself. I couldn't find anybody to help me. We did the psychiatrist and the psychologist and the neurologist and all the different ologists trying to find something that worked for him. School really wanted him medicated. I knew that Brooke could connect the dots, so to speak, because there was something just disconnected for her. Something Brain Balance did for me was help me understand why Louie was the way he was. What Brain Balance did was give us a very distinct game plan. We're going to get from point A to point B, and this is how we're going to do it. At school, the teachers can't believe the change that has come about. Now he has a voice, whereas before he didn't have one. So for that, we're so grateful to Brain Balance. It's just been amazing what Brain Balance has done for her. It's a totally different life. Why just mask your child's learning and behavioral issues when you can get to the root of the problem? Call Brain Balance today and make a real difference in the life of your child. Call 724-390-9012. That's 724-390-9012. You run your HVAC unit more than you run your car. But would you go a whole year without servicing your car? Prolong your unit's life and avoid expensive breakdowns with Pellis Heating and Cooling. Pellis will service your system to keep your unit running strong. Of course, if you have an emergency, a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day with after-hour calls returned within 15 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. We often do a segment here on the show called Ask the Pastor, where Chris Marshall joins us, and he takes questions about theology, the Bible, family issues, you name it, he sort of takes on all comers. Well, and the reason it's good is that often people have questions that they're afraid to ask. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I say this on a monthly basis when we do that show, but I tell people, if you've been in a church for any length of time and you feel like there's something that you ought to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask, like, I've been here long enough, I should know this, you're too embarrassed, this is, you need to ask. Right. And so when the conversation comes up, or the, even in your own mind, you kind of nod your head and go... Right, but you think, I still don't really get that. A little, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a brand new service called Ask Ligonier, A Place for Answers. Chris Larson joins us. He is the president of Ligonier Ministries. Chris, welcome to Word FM. How are you, sir? 
Great to be with you, John. Hi, Kathy. Hi. So tell me what you think about that. So I, I've laid out the, you know, the uh, arbitrary, you know, situation that there's a person who's grown up in a church or maybe spent 10 years in a church and there's something that they still, that they don't know, but they, but they've been at the church so long they feel like they ought to know. And so now there's nobody to ask because it's just too embarrassing <laughs> to go to the pastor and say, wait, why are there four gospels? Well, we're always going to be the first to say, go ask your pastor first. So that that should always be the impulse for the Christian is to go to their uh, local church and to see their pastor or another uh, church leader and kind of work these things out in the context of the local church. But we do know that questions come up at random times throughout our life, and yeah. truly mm-hmm. every minute of every day, people are asking questions. Uh, there are billions of people out there, and trillions of Google searches happening every day on questions like, is there a God? What is he like? Does he love me? Um, how can I know him? And this is where Ask Ligonier comes in, and uh, it really just grew out of R.C. Sproul's ministry and uh, what we've been trying to do for more than 45 years. Nice. So, Chris, this service, Ask Ligonier, is available 24-7? Yeah, it's actually it's 24 hours a day, six days a week, uh, because we haven't quite cracked the ability to uh, have our agents on the on the line um, so that we can cover Sundays as well. And the way that we do this is we have well-trained agents using uh, the knowledge base of Dr. R.C. Sproul and the rest of the Ligonier Teaching Fellows and others answering questions, and so you're getting trustworthy answers. 24 hours a day, six days a week. And we have folks in the UK, on the West Coast, in Korea, in New Zealand, in Australia. And so where there's actually just a couple islands in the Pacific that we need to cover. Wow. And then we can roll, and then we can roll it out seven days a week. Chris, that is super cool. I mean, I love this. What, what a great initiative. And, you know, there's a, I'm sure you know this, right? There's a huge difference between typing in something in, which is a, into a search engine, as opposed to talking, talking to a real to a person, human being. Yes. That's right. And a lot of us have seen this sort of service for different companies that we might work with, whether it's an airline or an appliance manufacturer or something like that, where you can actually chat with somebody directly. But what if you had a biblical and theologically trained answerer you know, as you're working through certain questions? And we're not getting into debates and, and big, you know, long discussions, but we are trying to provide helpful answers, and then provide them a trustworthy resource. Maybe it's an article or a teaching series or a message from R.C. Sproul or somebody else that could be really helpful to their specific question. Because, you know, when I go onto Google, I may find what I'm looking for or maybe not. But wouldn't it be great if there was a place that you could go and know that you're going to get a trustworthy biblical mm-hmm. answer? And that's what Ask Ligonier is for. Yeah. Okay, so how do people access Ask Ligonier? Very easy. They can go to ask.ligonier.org, or they can contact Ligonier Ministries on Facebook or Twitter. Um, so really, any way that they want to, they can find us. Ask.ligonier.org is probably the easiest. Um, and then there's just a little chat bubble, and you, you click that little bubble, and uh, an agent will be on the line with you in about 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. That is excellent. So, so there's something. I mean, there's everything to be said for asking the questions that you don't know the answers to, right? There's no reason to be embarrassed because you don't get something. Absolutely. As Christians, we are in, intent on acquiring the mind of Christ 
But when we're saved, we're not just given this all-knowing knowledge of Scripture. We have to grow. And so that's part of our growth as a Christian, is learning. And that's the basic idea of discipleship. A disciple is a learner. And so we have to be asking questions in order to learn. And you know, we, we're not going to have an answer for everything, but we do have a lot that we can help people with as we point people back to the Bible. When you go out on the Internet, there's no shortage of wrong answers. <laughs> and, when you, and when you look around what's happening in the media today, you have different religions, cults, pundits, and even celebrities weighing in on your life and the answer to ultimate questions. Well, what does the Bible say? about these ultimate questions. That's what we need to be asking. Outstanding. I love this. Ask Ligonier, a place for answers. Chris Larson is with us. He is president of Ligonier Ministries. Chris, um, of course, you're talking to a Pittsburgh audience, and our signal here in Pittsburgh reaches into Ligonier, Pennsylvania. And, of course, we claim R.C. Sproul as a favorite son. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk to our audience about uh, R.C. and Ligonier Ministries? Of course, uh, 2017, uh, R.C. passed away. But uh, still, the, the power of uh, Ligonier Ministries continues. We are so thankful for our home in Ligonier, Pennsylvania, and R.C. was a son of Pittsburgh. Uh, at my regular meetings, I know right now what we'd be talking about if he were still with us. He'd be so excited about the penguins. And, <laughs> of course he would uh, he, be. That's right. He, that's priority right. straight. That's right. But um, I'm, I'm very thankful that R.C., just with his wisdom and foresight, really laid a strong foundation for Ligonier Ministries to continue. Uh, but to be honest, John and Kathy, I miss him every day. Mm, and um, it's, uh, it's, it's a loss that can't be replaced. There's no one quite like R.C. Yeah. And um, we are so grateful for the Lord giving him to us mm. and this body of work that we're able to continue to push out around the world. But yeah, Ligonier does continue, and we're still growing and serving. And uh, this Ask Ligonier opportunity is something that R.C. himself was excited about. So we talked about it for many months uh, before he went to be with the Lord, and he understood what we were trying to do, and he he was so excited. In fact, he told me, this is why we started Ligonier Ministries. We wanted there to be a place that people could come to get answers. Mm -hmm. So out there in the Ligonier Valley in Stallstown area, that's where Ligonier Ministries started, and it was a place that Christians could come to get answers. They didn't have to have the answers themselves, but all they had to have was a sincere question. That's right. Well, Chris, thank you so much. You know, on behalf of all of us at Word FM, you've been great partners um, of ours for a long time. And so we're grateful to RC and to you and everyone at Ligonier Ministries. We're talking about um, a place for answers, and uh, it's ask.ligonier.org. I'll put a link to it on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Also, more information available on our website, johnandkathyshow.com. Give those old, saggy, leaky gutters a good spring cleaning the easy way by saying goodbye to them for good. Protect your home from water damage and stay off the ladder with LeafGuard, the only patented one-piece seamless covered gutter system. No more leaves and debris. LeafGuard attaches directly to the fascia with patented internal brackets using screws, not nails, so it's not coming down even in rough weather. Call 855 new gutters and get LeafGuard now and take advantage of great savings like 70 
75% off labor and installation. That's 855 the number 4 new gutters. Call now and you'll even get a free $100 restaurant.com gift card along with your in-home estimate. Call 855 the number 4 new gutters and get LeafGuard today. 855 the number 4 new gutters. All offers subject to terms and restrictions. See anglergutter.com slash current offers. Subject to change without notice. LeafGuard PA license PA126357. This is an amazing story about one of our own. His name is Guy Reschenthaler, and western Pennsylvania is his home. Guy Reschenthaler volunteered for duty in the Iraq War. As a JAG officer in Iraq, Guy Reschenthaler prosecuted nearly 100 dangerous terrorists. But Guy Reschenthaler did something else. He successfully defended a Navy SEAL, falsely accused of misconduct. That's the kind of person Guy Reschenthaler is. If you need help, Guy is there. Here at home, we elected Guy Reschenthaler magisterial district judge, and then we elected Guy to the state senate. Guy Reschenthaler is a proven winner. He's also a proven conservative. Guy Reschenthaler believes life is a gift from God and must be protected. That's why he supported groundbreaking pro-life legislation and worked to defund Planned Parenthood. Guy Reschenthaler, a conservative champion for Congress. Conservatives for PA paid for and is responsible for this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. www.conservativesforpa.com Hi, Tom Bodette with a word on fusion cuisine, where you mix one country's food with another one. I always call that stew, but whatever gets you to dessert. But whether you like a French vigisoise with Thai chili oil, or you're more into the fusion of American burger and French fry, you'll save more for that meal at Motel 6. It's an intriguing mix of clean, comfortable, and low prices. Or as we fusionistas call it, Clicolo. I'm Tom Bodette from Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. The nation's largest Christian music festival, Creation Northeast, celebrating its 40th anniversary, returns to Agape Farm in Mount Union, Pennsylvania, June 27th through the 30th, featuring Toby Bath, For King and Country, Jeremy Camp, Bethel Music, Mandisa, Hillsong Young and Free, Jordan Feliz, a special reunion of classic Petra and more, plus speakers Tony Nolan, Reed Saunders, Keith Adams, Abdu Murray, Vince Vitale, and more. Join thousands of believers at Creation Northeast. It will be the highlight of your summer. Maybe your life. More info at creationfest.com. Hey, ladies. What are you doing on May 11th? And the answer just has to be... Wait, let me answer. Has to be... Yeah? Hanging out with the funniest aerospace engineer ever. Maybe the only funny aerospace engineer. Could be. Could be. I don't know. That's Amy Barnes. She's a stand-up comedian, and she is the headliner for Ladies' Night Out, which is coming up, as I said, on May 11th. It's time for a night out. It's time for a night with your friends. It's time for you to, like, leave the kids at home or leave the hub at home or leave your roommates. Whatever it is, it's time to get out and uh, get your favorite ladies in your life. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your friends, your sisters, whatever it is. We are going to have a fantastic time on May 11th. Will you be there? Will I be there? Kathy. It's ladies' night out. You think I'm not going to be there? We've got shopping. We've got all sorts of vendors for a great time of, of shopping. We've got dining. VIP tickets available that will include dinner as a part of your night. Um, there's also a ton of fun because we're going to be listening to Amy Barnes. We'll be laughing. We'll be being like normal people, but without responsibilities for like a short <laughs> period of time. I mean, who doesn't Turn want that? Phones. Buy your tickets right now. WordFM.com. What are you waiting for? Yeah, WordFM.com. So, buy your tickets. So seriously, we were talking to Amy Barnes last week. She's funny. In, a, in another life, this is the truth. 
she lived in Seattle working as an aerospace engineer. And then she said, I'm funny. I'm going to quit this gig and I'm going to go on the road. And now she's headed to Pittsburgh at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township, May 11th. I want to go because she is very, very funny. You're not allowed to go. WordFM.com for tickets. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump is warning that if Iran restarts its nuclear program, it will have bigger problems than they've ever had before. Trump and French President Emmanuel Macron discussing the Iran nuclear deal today during their meetings at the White House. Macron wants Trump to maintain the deal. Trump is undecided, but has called it a terrible deal. A court has ordered the 25-year-old suspect who plowed a van into a crowded Toronto sidewalk held on 10 counts of murder, 13 of attempted murder. Canadian authorities say the public, uh, they're trying to make sense of what appears to be one of the deadliest mass murders in the country's modern history. Alec Manassian showed little emotion as he made a brief appearance in Toronto court in a white jumpsuit and handcuffs. On Wall Street today, the Dow ending down 425 to 24,024. NASDAQ down 121 to 7,007. S&P closing down 36. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Hi, this is John Hall. How'd you sleep last night? I slept good, real good. Last night, I fell asleep fast. Then I dreamt about tropical beaches, little puppies, a mountain of candy, and steak. I mean, that's a really good night's sleep. And I woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. It's all thanks to my pillow, And that same great night's sleep can be yours anywhere you go. Right now, inventor Mike Lindell is offering his four-pack special for Word FM listeners. Get two full-size MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows so there's no excuse not to get a good night's sleep wherever you go. Plus, the machine washable and dryable and are backed by MyPillow's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just call 1-800-961-9207 and use the promo code WORD to get the four-pack special. Or enter promo code WORD at MyPillow.com and get the four-pack special today. That's 1-800-961-9207 or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. A moo-moo here and a moo-moo there. Here a moo, there a moo, everywhere a moo-moo. Hi there, it's me, Marsha from the Springhouse, inviting you out to our real working dairy farm in 84 PA on the Saturday before Memorial Day for our annual Farm Heritage Day. During this annual event, two giant tents will hold 20-plus old-time crafters, sharing their wares with you like sheep shearing, wool spinning, quilting, and leather punching. Our old-fashioned chore girls will be churning butter, kneading bread dough, and rolling pie dough, and they'll need lots of helpers, too. Take the tour of our modern milking facility where you get to try your hand at milking Sally the Tour Cow. The Springhouse Cooks will feature all kinds of fabulous eats inside, too, so come hungry for hot roast beef and gravy, real mashed potatoes, and so much more. Farm Heritage Day at the Springhouse on Saturday of Memorial Day weekend, 11 to 4. Let us share a little of our farm with you. Springhousemarket.com or give us a call at 724-228-3339. Make your home an ADT home and help protect against break-ins, fire, and carbon monoxide. Get our lowest rate for fast response monitoring, starting at just $28.99 a month. That's about a dollar a day from the most trusted name in home security. Get ADT's tested, trusted, and proven security and service now at a great value. Don't wait. Call today. ADT, always there, now everywhere. 
Requires 36-month monitoring contract. Early termination, taxes, and selfies apply. Certain markets excluded. See terms and pricing at ADC.com. The one problem I have with my minivan is the automatic closing doors. Word FM presents Ladies Night Out with comedian Amy Barnes. Because they make it really hard to express your anger to your children. 7 p.m. May 11th, Mother's Day weekend at Impact Christian Church. Because sometimes you just need to slam something on them so they know how you feel. And with my van, it's like... Uh... A night of laughing, shopping, and dining. Doors open at 5 p.m. Get tickets at wordfm.com. On and off rain and drizzle expected tonight as an area of low pressure moves through the region, a low of 48 degrees. The bulk of the moisture will pass to our northeast tomorrow, but there could still be a passing shower around as skies remain cloudy with a high of 59. We'll turn partly cloudy tomorrow night and fall all the way to a low of 39. With occasional breaks of sunshine on Thursday, we'll rebound to an afternoon high of 60 degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home for Tuesday, April 24th. This hour, when a pastor's ethics are questioned, how church leaders should respond. Our guest is Dr. John Kessler. And our guest philosopher and theologian Kenneth Richard Samples tells us how to kick the screen habit and why it's important. Here now are John Hall and Kathy Evans. Well, greetings. Good afternoon to you. It's a little cloudy, little cool Tuesday afternoon. Nice. I mean, I'd like it better if it was 78. Yeah, well, that's coming sometime in June. Perhaps. Thank you. Just let me know when, and then I'll buy a pirate mm-hmm. ticket. Okay. I I believe that most of us, excuse me, <coughs> a little cough there. I believe that if you're a believer, you are, and I'm just going to speak in the. This always gets you in <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, wait a second. Okay, so I believe that a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> are, this is being edited on the fly. Are interested in the act of exorcism mm-hmm. for various reasons. Okay. Do you do you think it's true? I think that there is a fascination with exorcism. A fascination. I do. Thank you. That's I do. a better way. But I don't. I don't think it's just believers. I think it's just people. The general public. I think the general public is interested in it, and a lot of it is because you want to be a voyeur in something horrible. However. If you would ask most people if evil was real, I think most people would say no. Yeah, I've seen some conflicting studies on that. Oh, that's my contubular bells. Wow. Is, is, Do you think is, that's true? Is this my extraterrestrial or my supernatural music? I feel like... It's a movie um, from The Exorcist. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's tubular bells. I never saw this movie. You never saw The Exorcist? No. It's a blockbuster hit in 1970. I have zero desire to see it. Mike, have you seen it? No, I okay. will not. You will not see it either. Absolutely not. Fine. Ma- I, I Mike, get, have I you get seen why it? You, my name is John right, Hall. The show is called The Ride Home with John and Kathy. <laughs> the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Here weekdays from 4 to 6 on 101.5. <laughs> Sorry. John Hall Sorry. and Kathy Evans. I, I have seen the film. I have. Okay. Back probably in, ni- in 1973. Okay. Now look. Um... There's no doubt that the devil exists as a physical and spiritual manifestation in this world. There's no doubt to you. To me. Okay. And I also believe that there is a way that the devil inhabits people's lives, their spiritual and physical selves, 
that turns them into evil beings, that he inhabits them. And I also believe there's a way that that evil can be extracted physically. Okay, and why do you believe that? Um, From readings, and from what I've read, and I also believe that I've seen it. Mm, Okay. Do you not believe it's this? not that no I don't it's not that I don't believe it I I I think I do believe that I mean certainly believe that there's evil and evil the devil. yes you yes in Satan. yes of course yes of course I do of course I do the scripture clearly says yes. that there's there's Satan. An, and his name is the accuser um, his name is in Satan he's called the accuser get behind you um so yes there is an accuser of course there is I mean look around the world I mean look 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 inside yourself for five minutes you don't think there's evil in the world about thirty seconds good grief um. So yes, of course I believe that. I don't I don't know how I don't know how he operates in whether in in you know being in possession or as far as attack. I don't know how that works. I'm not that's not something that I'm that I'm keenly aware of or something that i have spent any time at all you can looking take a into. course of course i can you can take a class on it where could i take a class on it in rome because last week was the 13th annual week-long exorcism and prayer of liberation course that organizers hope would recruit and train armies of potential exorcists to confront spreading demonic forces okay the 300 people who were in attendance were largely roman catholic priests however there were lay people in the audience as well every day there were morning and afternoon sessions to train and equip those with the the power and the knowledge to confront the demons around us and where are you reading that from uh, this is actually in yesterday's new york times and it's from the uh, rome journal uh, edition of the new york times and it does not give – oh, yeah, Jason Horowitz is the author. And so he starts this article talking about a, a, a young priest of 38 years of age who is listening and taking vigorous notes from an 89-year-old instructor, Ernest Simone. And he talked about exorcism, that it affects not only Christians but people of all denominations, all races, all creeds. And I don't, I don't, want, I don't want you to th- – I don't want to say I don't believe that. Yeah. I'm just saying that I go into this with a sense of humility because I don't understand of it. Of course. I'm not saying 100%. it doesn't exist and I'm not saying it's uh, – please you know, spare my email box. Don't try to convince me that it's real. Don't try – like I get that. I'm with you. I believe that it's real. I just – I don't understand it. No. I think we should talk about it more. You and I? I'll be happy to talk. And new Mike. His name is Mike. My name is John Hall. <laughs> It's a minor miscalculation. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just kidding. Uh, But I think it's interesting. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Come on now. Okay, now, but if you... If you would talk to people who were not believers, and I'm sure it's even some believers, and talked about the... We had a guest in here how many years ago who said, and she was a Christian believer, Mm -hmm. I don't believe that evil exists. I remember that. I don't believe that evil exists. I cannot... So what's going on in Syria? What do you mean? What's going on here in my own head, right. in yours, and new mics over there? Well, not much going on over there. I mean, <laughs> pretty much a blank I mean, slate. It's no, not really good or bad. Good. It's just gray. He's still catching up on Andy Griffith reruns. Nobody. Wow. Listening no. to Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> I love you, Mike. I'm just kidding with you. Okay. Yeah. No. I I think that um, 
that admitting that there's evil in the world is an essential element to being a mature human being. I really do. I, th- I think that. And recognize it yes. in yourself. Yes, more than anything. And I feel like people who don't recognize the presence of evil um, and the call of evil on your heart, um, the darkness of your own heart and in the uh, desires of the world and all the humans that are in it, I believe that that person is unbelievably prosaic in yes. their viewpoint. Okay, so at this, at this seminar that was held last week in Rome, one of the um, – uh, keynote speakers was asked by uh, uh, Father Cardenas, who is the subject of this article in the New York Times we talked about, uh, to share his exorcising secrets. You okay. know what the prescription is? Tell me. Quote, pray without interruption. Hmm. Pray. Pray without interrupting. I mean, <laughs> that works for a lot of different things. So pray things. without interruption? Yes, interruption. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Pray without interruption. Okay. The cardinal said, reminding the audience that, quote, more than anything, chastity was key. Really? How about that? Okay. I mean, I don't know about that. I asked if he preferred the ancient ritual or the new norms introduced in 1999. The cardinal said that Jesus knows all languages and all teachings. What about that? Well, look at what, look at what the scriptures tell us. Demons are clearly real, and Jesus clearly had authority over them, yes, he did. and also gave that authority to his disciples. Yes. Um, and they went about casting out demons. They did that. So it's not like I believe that the world is different today. But aren't we in a weird culture where we 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 celebrate evil? Well, and then we ignore yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Though we kind of do a, a weird, weird combination of, of like crazy. of like kind of exalting it and kind of ignoring it. Yes, and and we choose to ignore the incredible force that it has over right. most all of us. Right, most of us, all right. of us. Right, but and so I I as a result of that. Yeah. I think our prayer life is also just kind of weak and flaccid because I don't think we realize what we're doing. I don't think we realize what the battle is. I mean, the battle's not against flesh and blood. So, you know, our battle's against principalities and the powers of this dark world. I think if we could really see with spiritual eyes, we would see yes. the incredible right. forces yes. that are around us. But we're blind to that, of course. So just and are, in we- America, we're not interested. We're not interested in it either. Oh no, we're fascinated by it. But not, but not. But we want to use it as entertainment right. and as a tool. Exactly. Not look at it as an element of real life that has to be battled. And imagine a world where we were all the billions of us walking this earth. If we did battle it, how better the world would be instead of engaging in it. Doctor John Kessler is with us in a few minutes. There has been a um, another fall. By a celebrity pastor. Yes. We'll talk about that next. 101.5 WORD. In touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Does God teach in his word that he is an absolute sovereign control of all things? From Genesis to Revelation, here's the message. God Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God, the triune God is in control of all things, period. In touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 830 on 101.5 WORD. Now, I I know that many of you know or have worked with my friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and you know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. 
But did you know that now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation? Typical savings, 40%. Small, medium, even large groups, Marley's got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, even Johns Hopkins, because Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. So... Call Marley Financial now. Ask your questions, 724-884-1496, and find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 or online at marleyfg.com. How can there be so many different names for the same thing? This is Robin Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory. Are you in the market for a new mattress and hoping to shop and compare? Well, this is your wake-up call. Other mattress brands have multiple names for the same exact model. They build one mattress and create different model names for each retailer, intentionally confusing you and making it impossible to compare. Why? Because they're more interested in helping the retailer earn high profit margins than in helping you, the consumer, find the best value. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't play the name game. We just offer great beds, no bull. Why? Ethics. We believe in being transparent. We have cutaways of every single mattress we make, and our model names stay the same from store to store and even from year to year. Our prices are clearly marked as well and can be viewed on our website at OriginalMattress.com. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, WeatherTech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. This is Jay Hagerman of Hagerman Law. You had your will done years ago, but a lot's changed since then. At Hagerman Law, we believe it's always good to have a second set of eyes on the big decisions in life that deal with your assets and the people most important to you. We understand the nuances of elder law, issues like Medicaid, federal aid and attendance for veterans, and how they affect your estate and the ones that you love. So let's talk. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit HagermanLaw.com. Bill Hybels at Willow Creek Church in the Chicago area is the latest pastor uh, to fall from grace amidst allegations of uh, of sexual misconduct, I would call it, of um, Impropriety. improprieties in a number of areas. Perhaps some financial failings as well, Just, all those and, things that and, we're used to hearing. And maybe the biggest biggest mistake of all is the fact that these allegations were supposedly investigated and he was cleared, but now it looks like the investigation that happened wasn't really much of an investigation. And so there are people coming out from Willow Creek, it seems like on a daily basis, who are on different sides of this, who are saying, hey, you're picking on our pastor, you're trying to tear down this incredible church he's built, and how could you do that? And then you have people on the other side saying, look, you know, I've been saying there was a problem with him for two decades and no one ever listened to me. And then there are people who are on the elder board who are saying, no, we investigated. And then other people on the elder 
elder board who are saying, no, we really didn't investigate enough. Now we're going to start another investigation. Oh, my goodness. This sounds horrible. Just that 30 seconds. It is horrible. It is horrible. John Kessler is with us. John's a regular guest. He's the chair and professor, Division of Applied Theology and Church Ministry at Moody Bible Institute. John is also the author of the most recent, The Radical Pursuit of Rest, Escaping the Productivity Tag, and more information, a trap, and more information about John on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy's excellent blog. But, John, um, you've been following along with uh, a lot of people about this um, debacle that's happened in Chicago. Uh, it's it's a tale that's been told again and again and again, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's very familiar to us. And the thing that struck me about it as I was reading their most recent statement is what it says about the church's leadership. And I was very impressed with uh, Willow Creek's most recent statement in which they admitted that they could have handled the allegations made against their senior pastor better. Mm-hmm. The statement said, we have at times communicated whether, without a posture of deep listening and understanding. And that's the, that was the phrase that really struck me, the, that phrase, deep listening and understanding. I think that's really the most important uh, phrase in the statement because it points to the two real temptations that church the church's leaders face when they're when one of their pastors is their ethics are questioned one is the temptation to rush to judgment and the other is the temptation to respond with denial you know those people who rush to judgment accept the accusation without listening carefully to the evidence people who respond with denial refuse to listen at all and it's a powerful temptation it, it becomes increasingly more powerful the larger the church is and the more that there is at stake. Mm. Bill Hybels retired last week after more than 40 years as the leader of Willow Creek Church. He essentially retired six months early. Um, but, uh, I think the hardest thing for me about this is the number of women who who – brought up instances in which they were uncomfortable. I mean, this is at least nothing that I've read at this point rises to a level of adultery, rises to the level of sexual abuse, um, those sorts of things. But it's really teetering on the edge of that simply because of the number of women he just made uncomfortable with things that he said or places he wanted to meet and that sort of thing. And there's there's a pattern of that that seems to have gone uh Ignore it seems to have been ignored by the church leadership. Yes, and I think that's the first lesson you know that we learn from this is that again to use the language of Willow's statement that when something like this is raised, the church needs to adopt a posture of deep listening in order to understand exactly what happened. That means that the church needs to treat the accusation seriously. It doesn't mean that they need to jump to condemnation, but they do have to gather information. They need to set a reasonable standard for proof. And uh, Jesus, or uh, First Timothy, rather, 5, 19, and 20, seems to emphasize that when it says, don't entertain an accusation against an elder unless it's brought by two or three witnesses. Those who sin are to be rebuked publicly. You know, there is both, both the danger on the one hand that you won't take it seriously enough and you'll just ignore it, or the danger that you'll just jump to a conclusion so there needs to be a real uh, a standard of what's uh, reasonable proof, and then do in this in the early stages. You want to do everything you can to protect all the parties who are involved, both the accuser and the accused. 
and probably at that earliest stage you're handling things confidentially but I, I think that's where you know at the very beginning I think often churches are we're inclined to think the best of our leaders and we want to either dismiss the allegations or sometimes we're in a, we are in an age now particularly with social media where we tend to jump to uh, judgment you know as soon as there is an accusation one of the things that first Timothy five nineteen and 20 does implies that sometimes leaders are accused unjustly. John, you know, in many ways, because we we have God's Word, the church should be well ahead of the curve on this, shouldn't we? But we're not. No, I think it's, you know, I think there are a lot of, there are human dimensions that come into play when we're, when we're dealing with these things, that uh, it's, it's very much like, a, you know, the church is very much like a family system, and all the dynamics of the family system kick in, and one of the most powerful dynamics is the is the danger of uh, denial. That when there are things that are right there in front of us, we ignore the signals. And I think when you're talking about uh, leaders who are loved or powerful leaders, where there is a lot at stake, it greatly increases the possibility that we will enable, that we're actually going to cooperate with the yes. process, mm-hmm. either because we're afraid to challenge or because there's just so much benefit that we're getting by the, because of that person's ministry that if we, you know, if we pull the plug on it or if we, if we confront this, we're afraid that the whole thing will come tumbling down. And so mm-hmm. there is a kind of uh, uh, intentional lying to ourselves that we can engage in. Because the bottom line is, John, it's uh, it's uh, horrible to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's awkward. You feel it feels weird. It but at feels the same time, invasive. People's lives feels, are being destroyed, right? But that, but the, but but it's. I think it's easy to say. You know what? I just don't want to go there. Well, and I think that's why churches actually need to start thinking about what their response is going to be before they ever need to make a response. You know, it's very common for organizations. They have what is described as a, often a crisis response team that yes. formulates strategies for disasters that haven't even happened. And I think every church's leadership team needs to talk through some of these key questions related to leadership and leadership ethics. They need to do, as individual leaders do a 360 kind of analysis sometimes. I think leadership teams need to do a 360 analysis of their leadership structures to look for those patterns of denial. You know, where are, where are the signals that could be warning signals to us that we have a tendency to ignore, that mm-hmm. we overlook? Are there, when we look at our leaders, are they isolated? Is there, is there anybody in their lives who can say the hard thing to them? And, uh, so, it, if you wait until this kind of thing happens, of course, then you have a terrible mess that you have to clean up, you yeah. have to deal with. Well, John, part of the problem is that in many churches still, you know, women leaders are not invited to the table to even have the discussion, right? That women are just not, they're silenced. I think that there is a, there's a tendency in our culture where, um, where these kinds of issues where women have been treated poorly or victimized can easily be overlooked either because uh you know either because those who have engaged in this kind of behavior are being protected or just because we have a culture of dismissal uh in these areas it, i mean there's very much a double 
standard in even if you look at the things we see on television and the way that the way that they portray the way men and women treat one another there's a kind of a very much a double standard even in this age of the you know hashtag me too movement where things behavior that would be considered sexual harassment is often typically portrayed on television portrayed it is a uh, as humorous right. and that's uh, a good point. it sends mixed it sends mixed messages yeah. to the culture yeah no I, I think that's a good point and you know, I, as you've been talking, I've been reflecting on a, this excellent piece that Andy Crouch wrote th- maybe two or three weeks ago um, when the when the Bill Hybels thing, uh, when the allegations first came out. And one of the things he said that I, I, I think is really important is that w- as leaders, in whatever leadership position we have, whether we're leading a gigantic church like, Lil- like Willow Creek or we're leading, you know, a small group Bible study, what, it's easy as a leader to become isolated, yeah. And it's you have to be, you know, it, it, Andy does a really great job in his book, Strong and Weak, laying out that that leaders can be in a bind because you can't let as a if you're going to be an effective leader, you can't let all your weakness out to the people you're trying to lead or you're going to be a crappy leader. Um, but at the same time, if you never show vulnerability, then you're also a bad leader. So you have to find that middle ground. But if you have no one that you can be honest with, if you have no one for whom to whom you're not leading, uh, no one who is not impressed by your position or no one who is just going to treat you like a completely regular person, right. then you are dist with every choice like that. You're distancing yourself from anyone who's going to tell you what the truth is. Right, and I would argue, and I would say that it, not only is it, I think it is normal that as you move farther on in leadership, that the farther you move into it, the more you tend towards isolation. I think that's one of the reasons, first of all, that when you look at the qualifications for leadership in the Bible, particularly in First Timothy 3, the vast majority of the things that are mentioned there have to do with character. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I think that's why the model that you find in the New Testament for church leadership is plurality. It's it's not just this, right. you know, one figure yes. who yes. is above everybody else and and nobody can approach that person, but you're part of a team, you're part of a group of peers and you are mutually, ideally, you are mutually helping one another to deal with your own weaknesses. It's a context where you can learn to be transparent with one another. So uh, it's then that that context where you can be transparent that is vital for the health of the leader. I'm into that, John. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us today. Yep, my pleasure. Glad to be with you. From uh, Moody Bible Institute, John Kessler is with us. Information about John, his excellent blog on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, or online, our Facebook, or on our webpage, johnandkathyshow.com. Give those old, saggy, leaky gutters a good spring cleaning the easy way by saying goodbye to them for good. Protect your home from water damage and stay off the ladder with LeafGuard, the only patented one-piece seamless covered gutter system. No more leaves and debris. LeafGuard attaches directly to the fascia with patented internal brackets using screws, not nails, so it's not coming down even in rough weather. Call 855-4-NEW-GUTTERS and get LeafGuard now and take advantage of great savings like 7 off labor in installation. That's 855 the number four new gutters. 
Call now and you'll even get a free $100restaurant.com gift card along with your in-home estimate. Call 855 the number 4 new gutters and get LeafGuard today. 855 the number 4 new gutters. All offers subject to terms and restrictions. See anglergutter.com slash current offers. Subject to change without notice. LeafGuard PA license PA126357. Today's world craves leaders. Leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders. Through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive. Through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics. An independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at RamaChristianSchool.org. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at one 800 93 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at one 800 My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Score two full registration tickets to Creation Northeast June 27th through 30th at Agape Farm Mountain Union, PA for half off. That's four full days of camping and concerts, including Toby Mac, Jordan Feliz, Jeremy Camp, Mendiza, and more for just $101.50. Log on now to wordfm.com. Keyword shopping. On and off rain and drizzle expected tonight as an area of low pressure moves through the region, although of 48 degrees. The bulk of the moisture will pass to our northeast tomorrow, but there could still be a passing shower around as skies remain cloudy with a high of 59. We'll turn partly cloudy tomorrow night and fall all the way to a low of 39. With occasional breaks of sunshine on Thursday, we'll rebound to an afternoon high of 60 degrees. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. No, this is National Poetry Month, the month of April. The spring is upon us, and Kath and I were talking a couple of weeks back. I don't know how we came upon this, but um, you made the admission, Kath, the confession that you yourself were not a poetry lover and or Mm. reader. However. Seems very slow. Not anymore. Things have changed. Have they not? I do believe I've turned over a new leaf. Without a doubt. You, as a lover of words Mm -hmm. and literature... Mm -hmm. You've turned now. I have. Your heart to poetry. I have. Aided by myself and your loving and kind daughter. Yes. And both of you are rejoicing at this we are. newfound, you know, poetic leaning that I have. So you've committed to reading a poem one a poem a day. Mm-hmm. And this is the 24th day of the month. And so I've read 24 poems. Very nice. And always, as the poem is read, at least here live on 101.5 Word FM, it comes with accoutrement. Mike? 
Today, it's William Wordsworth. The Longfellow. A sonnet. Uh, This is a sonnet that he has addressed to his daughter. She comes up later in the sonnet. Shall I begin? Some big long. Listen. The sonnet is 14 lines. It is a beauteous evening, calm and free. The holy time is quiet as a nun... Breathless with adoration, the broad sun is sinking down in its tranquility. The gentleness of heaven broods o'er the sea. Listen, the mighty being is awake, and doth with his eternal motion make a sound like thunder everlastingly. Dear child, dear girl, that walkest with me here, If thou appear untouched by solemn thought, thy nature is not therefore less divine. Thou liest in Abraham's bosom all the year, and worships at the temple's inner shrine, God being with thee when we know it not. Now that's a beautiful poem, is it not? That's gorgeous. I mean, it's a much nicer way of saying God's always with you. Yeah. It's Really much nicer. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. No, no, William Wordsworth. William Wordsworth. Yes. The year? You, you've combined two poets. I have. It's a poetic collision. Exactly. Year. And so, you know, break them up. Um, I don't know if I have a date on this. <laughs> and I, I feel badly about it. Don't know. It's okay. Uh, I, I, have, uh, I have no date. On Beautiful this nonetheless. By William Wordsworth. Will you post that poem? I'll be happy to. Now, you know, New Mike has posted all the poems all right. on our website, johnandkathyshow.com. So if, you're, uh, if you enjoy poetry or if you don't enjoy poetry but, like me, feel as if you're missing something, I'd encourage you to go at johnandkathyshow.com and check out the poems of the month. Very nice. Mike, how do you feel about poetry? Are oh, no, you, too late. you, you yeah. growing? Are you moving? 1.5 WORD. It's 2018 and the teenage dating world has changed. Daniel Anderson says the smartphone is one reason why. Kids will learn so much about one another through all this direct communication on their cell phones that they almost can get these points where they're in love. And relationships take on adult dimensions way before they're ready. Parents, teens, and dating. Next time on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. I didn't consider you at first, the customer said. I have heard your commercials for years. But when it came time to buy a new mattress, I simply went elsewhere. This is Ron Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory. For some customers, we have initially been a second thought. Instead of coming straight to us for a new bed, they have first shopped at department stores, furniture stores, and mattress retail stores. It is only when they see the products and the prices, the constant sales ads, and countless models that they decide to give us a chance. One frustrated customer noted, they claimed they had sales, but the pricing was ridiculously high. I searched for the original mattress online and was absolutely impressed with all the knowledge on your website. He came in and took the model of his choice home that night. The original mattress factory was not the first place that popped into my mind, he said, but now you have a customer for life. The original mattress factory. Make us your first choice from this second on. Visit us on the web at OriginalMattress.com. Does Christian education mean less opportunity for your child in areas like the arts? At Trinity Christian School, it actually means more. With two theatrical productions each year and a musical every other year, plus choir and band starting in fourth and fifth grade, led by accomplished teachers like David Minifield of Saltworks Theater and band director Joe Petron of the McKeesport Symphony and Duquesne University. Opportunity awaits at Trinity Christian School, ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County, 412 
242-8886. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. In real life, beauty is about feeling good, knowing that you look good. At CVS Pharmacy, feel good knowing that when you spend $30 on select beauty brands, you'll get a $10 CVS cash card to spend in store. We've got the latest obsessions in cosmetics, skincare, and hair care waiting just for you. That's beauty in real life, only at CVS Pharmacy. Offer valid through April 28th. Restrictions apply. See circular or cvs.com slash weekly ad for more details in store or online. What costs less than a Kate Spade purse and is better than a box of chocolates? Well, you wouldn't know because you're a guy. It's the Mother's Day gift that will make you a star with the ladies of your life. Just go to wordfm.com and give her the gift of a ladies' night out. Friday, May 11th, Mother's Day weekend, with the very funny Amy Barnes. Live at Impact Christian Church in Moon Township. A night of shopping, dining, and side-splitting entertainment. Ladies' night out, Friday, May 11th, at Impact Christian Church. RSVP now. Keyword ladies at wordfm.com. Look up from your screen right now. Okay. Look up. Look up. Take a look around. All right. No, seriously, Maybe I'm looking up. In your car, hopefully mm-hmm. not. Maybe you're on a bus, in a cafe, in your kitchen. If you're driving your car, please don't tell me you're looking at your screen. Even at a stoplight, right? Chances are that most of the other people in your line of sight are staring at their phones or their devices, right? And if they don't happen to have a, a screen on them right now, it's certainly tucked away in a pocket or a bag. But are we truly addicted to technology? And what about our kids? It's a scary question, right? And a big one for scientists right now. That's why we are so happy right now to speak with philosopher and theologian Kenneth Richard Samples, who is joining us from Reasons to Believe to talk about how to kick the screen habit and why it is important. Kenneth, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing well. Nice to be with you. All right, Kenneth. um, Do you also struggle with the staring at the phone? And I mean you personally. Uh, Not so much a cell phone, but my computer screen, definitely. I struggle like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's fair to say, right, that in a short order, a decade or less, we have a nation of 300 plus million people have become deep addicts to our screens. I, I think so. I mean, if you think about the number of screens, I mean, here's just a short list, smartphones, computers, tablets, televisions, <coughs> movies, Jumbotrons, video games, ebooks. I was at a Laker game and I noticed I was watching the Laker game on the jumbo screen mm-hmm. rather than watching the players on the court. Uh, screens are everywhere. One online source says there may be 8 billion screens in the world. 8 billion screens. With a B. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And it's just starting. This is just the first generation of screens. It is, and, you know, it, it, it is having uh, repercussions. I mean, technology is good. I'm not suggesting no, of course not. that people not watch screens at all. I'm just saying there's a growing amount of data that um, is very negative, particularly to teenage people, but adults as well. I think for me, Kenneth, the biggest thing about it is that it's narcissus. 
right? That we all yeah. are gazing mm-hmm. at reflections of ourselves, and mostly, of course, you know, there are our best side, our uh, you know, the best side of our our, our visage, uh, and that unto itself is very toxic. That all we are in this repetitive cycle of we sing the opera of me, 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 me. And, that and even is if so we're, even if you know, people say, "Well, I'm not, I'm not typing things about me. I'm not looking at things about me." But the problem is, when we're on our computer or we're on our phone, we're still looking at the thing we want to look at. So it still is about us. Yeah. Even if it's not about us, it really is. It's definitely a selfie culture, and you know, uh, one theologian defined original sin as the struggle with self-obsession. I think that social media and smartphones contribute toward a self-obsession. And so it is It is a struggle. And, you know, there's nobody I like better than me, me, yeah. me. And so it is a challenge. Yeah. And so to me, to me anyway, getting back to me, <laughs> uh, I think the weird thing is, and you see this, we all see this on social media, is that if you are not on board with me and my worldview and my opinion about that worldview, then clearly there's something wrong with you. And that creates that echo chamber nuttiness of this anger and this rage, which I think is a direct outgrowth of the me culture. That if you're not on board, something's wrong with you, and I'm going to tell you about it. And the group thing gets together, and it, the rage is unabated now. It, it is a... Uh it is a big challenge. I mean, uh, kids, teens uh, spend anywhere from six to eight hours a day on a screen. Easily. They, uh, they, most of that time is social media and texting, and some of the studies indicate things like an increase in loneliness, isolation. They sleep less. They have less ambition. They're depressed. Uh, there are higher rates of suicide. Now, you know, you could argue that Correlation isn't causation, but, you know, it's tough enough to grow up. Um, it's even tougher with, uh, I think, to some degree, kind of losing our humanity to technology. We need to, we need to learn how to use it rather than it using us. Mm-hmm. So, Kenneth, as a philosopher and a theologian, you, you wrestle with these deeper questions of which a lot of us are immune or unable or unwilling to go into. So what is the question for you? I mean, you, you bring up loneliness and isolation and depression, uh, and we've gone in just a few short generations. I mean, you know, my parents were of the World War II generation, and so they were deeply embedded in, you know, the American Legion and Kiwanis and the Lions Club mm-hmm. and Rotary and neighborhood, you know, you know, block parties and all that. We were deep stewed in the social give and take. And I'm afraid that, you know, it's that's quickly passe, and once it's gone, we'll hardly ever try to recover that again. To me, that's the sort of the, the crime of it all. I agree. And I, you know, if you, I mean, some of the statistics are amazing. Some people, now I'm talking adults, handle their smartphone 150 to 300 times a day. Um, I mean, that's, that's on the level of obsession. I've noticed even with my kids, you know, my parents were a World War II generation. When I came home from school, I went out to the ball field with my friends. I noticed that with my kids, uh, you know, they are on the web together yeah, or they're yeah. texting each other. Uh, and it's hard for kids because they uh, sometimes have trouble with looking people in the eye. They have trouble with basic social skills. They're not very driven. 
And uh, I think, you know, some things I've tried to incorporate, we have a, a non-screen Sabbath day. It's tough. It's particularly tough when you start out. But we also work on no phones at mealtimes. I mean, there are things that you can begin to incorporate. And I have to say, as a philosopher, I think that there is concern with a self-obsession mm-hmm. and kind of losing our own interconnectedness, the way you described uh, your your parents. That, that was my parents as well. Right. And what about um, can the idea, the capability that I think we might be losing of, you know, complex thought, you know, as, it, you know, you're a philosopher, I only took, you know, three philosophy classes and as, as an undergrad, but it requires a certain level of abstract thinking. Deep dive. Um, it does. It's not, you can't do it on a surface level. It, certainly you can't do it well on a surface level. And I'm wondering if our obsession with screens is, is you know, sh- I mean, studies have shown that we were short-circuiting our brains in different ways so that we're now able to scan things more than we're able to do what John calls a deep dive. Uh, You're right on the money. Um, A lot of studies indicate that uh, if you read print books, if you read on paper, your memory, your comprehension, your understanding sky high. If you're on a computer looking at a screen, scrolling, the brain has a hard time mapping. Um, you know, you you will come away with more. Uh, you'll also be more peaceful, more restful. Turn off your computer. Turn off your phone. You know, take a, take a walk in nature. Spend time with people that you care about. Um, all of these things are are very, very important to us. And so I like to encourage people to read print books. I know ebooks are very convenient, they're inexpensive, but you know, as a Christian, we're people of the book. And uh God gave us a book, not a nook. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's philosophical humor. Right, no no trade no trademark. <laughs> That's good, Ken. Maybe not so much humor. No, well, you know. Right. Okay, Ken. So, just a couple minutes left. So, you mentioned doing a you know Sabbath from the screen. Um, are there other things that you do on a daily basis? You know, I mean, obviously, you're working on your computer all the time. Yeah. Um, and you know, your kids are doing their thing, whatever. But what are, have you taken concrete steps in your daily work that is changing that are changing things? Yeah, I mean, I think that. Uh I think having times uh, with my family, for example, we'll have meal times where uh, my kids, my wife and I, we have to talk about a book that we're reading. Uh, and, you know, you have to tell me what that book is about and, you know, what you're learning and what you're, what you're thinking about. Uh, I think just having opportunities, and I know I'm a writer and I look at a computer screen a lot, Sometimes I just take a yellow legal pad and I start writing and I try to get myself away from any technology. It's hard and it, it, and hard. it really is. You take it all for granted, but you can do it. And again, you want to manage it rather than, I'm afraid, it's managing us. Yeah. This past weekend, I spent time with my uh, sister and brother-in-law. They came to visit from Virginia. My brother-in-law is a master carpenter and he has a flip phone. He has no interest at wow. all. He has no interest at all. And, you know, he's, he's my age. Um, he has no interest at all in Facebook, the Internet, any computers whatsoever. Um, and he does fine. And he's, a, he's just a reader nonstop of one book after another. And he said, I could care less. 
And I look at him and I think, I marvel at it. I, I, you know, I respect him and, and admire him for his wherewithal. And I, I meet people like that and I think they're, they're just so far away mm-hmm. from it. They're so, you know, just divorced from technology mm-hmm. and they're doing just fine, if not better than most people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, click off, go unplugged for a little while. Um, read a, read a print book, you know, um, plan a vacation where you're out in nature. Um, you know, things like peace and rest, those are priceless things in our, in our psychological lives, in our soul. Um, you know, I, I think that we will, and we have a whole generation of young people that they know nothing else but this kind of thing. Yeah. So I think it's important, uh, you know, to speak to these concerns that we have. I'm into that. Kenneth Sample's been with us. He's a research scholar at Reasons to Believe, the author of several books, including Christian Endgame, Seven Truths That Change the World, and God Among Sages. Ken, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Bye-bye. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals, seeking a skilled labor position, or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Visit ExpressPros.com slash Pittsburgh West. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Score two full registration tickets to Creation Northeast June 27th through 30th at Agape Farm Mount Union, PA for half off. That's four full days of camping and concerts, including Toby Mac, Jordan Feliz, Jeremy Camp, Mendiza, and more for just $101.50. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. I was looking today at uh, National Geographic Online, which is highly recommended, highly recommended. Mm -hmm. And there's an article there, where to go in the spring of 2018. You mean mean like the Carnegie Museum or something? No, 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 no. Like far-flung, exotic. Oh, exotic. Sign me up. Okay, I'm ready. Right. Okay, so this is is long trip. I have uh, lots of disposable income. Yes, you do. And these are my options. And you have someone who whispers in your ear and says, listen, you should see this beauty this spring. Oh, I think that's New Mike. He's saying okay. that to me right now. You know where you'd like to go first? The Columbia and Snake River. Cruising between Oregon, Idaho, and Washington mm. on the Snake and Columbia River, it provides access to the country's deepest gorge, the continent's greatest in- concentration of waterfalls, mm-hmm. best visited in spring when winter melt ensures a thunderous show. Listen to me. I've been there. You've been to the Columbia and Snake River? Yes, I have. Columbia River Gorge. It's tremendous. In spring? In spring. Oh, fabulous. It was, what am it I was, telling it you? was over the top. I it bet was it is. over the top. Very nice. Okay. Japan. 
I've not been there. Okay. Japan's cherry blossom season begin at the country's southern tip in mid-January, then blooms northward to a rosy May finale. Mm, okay. Hundreds of ways to see the Japanese cherry blossoms. All right. Very nice to go there. How about, I've never even heard of this, Fogo Island Inn. What? Uh-huh. The Fogo Island Inn in Newfoundland, Canada. Newfoundland? That's not uh-huh. too far. Rooftop hot tubs. It's closer to crystal Japan. clear view of the Milky Way. Yeah. Um, colorful hand-stitched quilts. Uh-huh. Chips of icebergs. Floor-to-ceiling ocean views. Chips of icebergs? Yes. In the, my drink? No, no, no. Well, probably so. Yeah, okay. I guess so. At the Fogo Island in, in Newfoundland. How about the Upper Amazon in Peru? Wow. December through May is high water season for Peru's Amazon. A little extra rain is a small price to pay for improved navigation. Cooler temperatures. You, you can get on a boat and float down the Amazon River. Oh, my goodness. Which would be absolutely beautiful. How about Israel in springtime? The pir- piranhas. They're in the Amazon, right? Yes, they are. Yeah, definitely yeah. concerned about that. But Wouldn't go on, please. A, you can go to Israel, celebrating Easter with thousands of pilgrims in Jerusalem. That'd have to be next year. A once-in-a-lifetime experience. The think, Mount of Olives first of all, that would be Sunday awesome. Procession. I think that would be historically awesome, but yep. that would be way too many people, and that would be hard for me. That'd be a lot of people. Yeah. But a once-in-a-lifetime. Uh, yeah, okay. Come on. Hey, Kathy, you want to go to the Mount, Olives, Mount of Olives in March? Nah. <laughs> I wouldn't nah, say no. I'm, I wouldn't say no. I'm just saying that that would be a lot. I'm going to Kennywood in June, so Listen. I think I'm okay. I'm okay. That's me. Okay. Uh, how about the the east coast of Sri Lanka? Of oh, Sri Lanka? Yeah, as opposed what? to the west. Uh, yeah, because that, that west coast I've been to oh, one too many times. please. I'm tired of All that. All the billboards. <laughs> Sri Lanka's same east old, coast. Same old. Best okay. explored by boat. Okay. Mm-hmm. With the uh, dolphins sailing beach yes. to beach. Yes. Ferrying to Pigeon Island for prime time dinners. Yeah. I, about a month ago, yeah. I texted my, my nephew mm-hmm. who works in Seattle. I said, how you doing? Just thinking about you. He said, oh, I'm just ready to descend into Hong Kong and then travel on to Sri Lanka. And you said, stop it already. Uh, he's 33 okay. and unmarried. Okay, listen. I'm going to tell you one place you should go yes. for an exotic vacation, and you need to tell me one place I should go for an exotic vacation. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, are we speaking from experience? Yes, from experience. This is a place you have been that, oh. that you think I should go. Okay. And I have to come up quickly because it's not like we planned this ahead of time at the pre-show meeting, which would okay. have been better. I'll tell you okay. right now. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I've done this twice. Yeah. Springtime in Paris. <laughs> oh. Nothing like it. Springtime I hear Louis Armstrong like singing and playing mm, in my ear. Little Ella in the back there. I've been there twice in the springtime. Once for an extended stay. And it is, as they say, beautiful mm. and romantic. But both times, I was by myself. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that, so John. So that kills the romance. Okay, springtime in Paris, please. Okay. Is that okay. next year, yes. maybe? Yes, I will say yes. I'm happy okay. to do that, That's John. an exotic locale, isn't it not? Okay. Okay. And myself? All right. I'm going to tell you... I'm going to tell you to go to Laguna Beach, California. I'd be happy to go. To There's Laguna. a restaurant there that's right um, a little south of the main beach. Mm-hmm. And when you sit at this restaurant, which has changed names a couple times, um, you can see like probably a mile south and maybe a quarter mile north of the most gorgeously mm-hmm. epic cliffs covered with palm trees that go into this jade green Lovely. ocean the breeze never stops. It's so gorgeous in the springtime. Yeah. It would make you cry. Well, that's not going to happen. That's why I subscribe to travel magazines. Looks well, like I'm going to Paris? Come on.
The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.